and welcome to your HVZ weather update. Today, there is a 60% chance of showers with hail roughly the size of rival balls this afternoon. Breezy with wind gusts up to 25 to 35 miles per hour, which will increase the flight risk for elite darts at FPS rates of 150 to 160. Later tonight, showers and thunderstorms with megas raining from the sky continuously. High chance for zombie invasion, followed by clearing skies after midnight. This has been your HVZ weather update brought to you by Billy Blue Skies. Good luck out there. Thank you again for joining 5-Minute Respawn, the best and only podcast about humans versus zombies that we give a shit about. Uh, I'm Scotty, and my other people here who are my people, they're no one else's people, are... Uh, I didn't agree to this, but Brain? I'm Tyler, and I think Anna might have something to say about me and where I belong. Yeah, wasn't there like something at the beginning of March? There, there was yeah, a paper involved. Yeah, what's we that planted, thing? I know I planted a tree. I did that for a reason. Oh, okay. in, I mean, he, he was collared, but like in a vanilla way. <laughs> also, Anna's here too. Yeah, we knew that. Oh, wait, you meant the show, Anna? Yeah, the, for the people listening at home, there is also an Anna present. We knew that Anna was present. You guys did not. For the people. Anna for HVZ. <laughs> Anna Vox Populi. So, uh, before we get into our main topic today, uh, we have our Would You Rather. It's pretty simple. And it is, would you rather play a great game far away? Or no, sorry. Would you rather play a game far away once a month or close by once every month? Or, bleh, 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 sorry. Brain, you're gonna have to edit. I'm sorry. You mean once a week? No, let me let me find it and re. Okay. Would you rather play a game a month but far away, or a game a year but next door? Uh, yeah. Fuck gas money. Let's let's have one every month. Yeah, I don't have gas money, so I'm gonna take the close one once a year. Anna, even though you don't play, would you rather play one game far away every month or one game close to home but once a year? Oh, yeah, that one. Much less prep work. I'd have Don't to say a game a year, but next door at, at this point in my age and career. Yeah. It's just, hotels. Wait, is it funded? Oh. It's just like any normal trip. We have to pay for whatever we do. That? Yeah. And a house? Are you kidding me? <clears throat> yep. And I am well beyond the years where I am happy to sleep on someone's floor. Like, yeah. college, Anna and college, Anna will be like, just throw me in a car, man. <laughs> I'm happy. We'll find a couch on the way. It'll be fine. No, yeah, those days, those days are basically past me at this point. Yeah, we are adults who deserve nice adult things. Yes, like privacy in hotel rooms yes. without <laughs> seven other people in them, and a dog. That's See, true. My, my line of reasoning is that if I just have a friend everywhere, then no matter what the far away is, I will make it work. However, that is very optimistic, and I'm trying to, on a week's notice, go to RIT, and uh, ooh, it's looking like I'm just going to ship out really early and come back right after. Been there, done that. So, what is our uh, main topic tonight, gents? As you alluded to with um, 
someone's uh, weather forecast. We are talking about all the bullshit weather that we've had and, you know, as a prelude to, you know, how games in the mid-Atlantic region go. When I was driving from one end of Pennsylvania to not quite the center of PA, in a two-hour drive, I encountered all four seasons. So now we, add, now we add an entire game's length of day, and also you're not in a car for it. The same occurred to me in a three-hour drive down to Athens recently, where it went from hail and snow and sleeting rain to literally within moments, it was misting up off the highway because the sun was out and shining, to, oh yeah, it's a calm day, everything's fine, back to the hail. And that would happen every 20 minutes. I and now imagine I hit that, a bit of that too. Yeah. Now imagine that in a game that you are 99% of the time, depending on what game you're at, outdoors and exposed to the elements. Yay! The things we do for this hobby. Yeah. So, um, let's start at one end of the, the spectrum, I guess. What's the coldest you've ever been while playing? The coldest that I have recorded was four degrees at New Paltz, although that was without the wind chill, and it was very windy, so it was easily into the negative digits. There was no snow on the ground. It was March, early March, but that by far was the cold. I think I had at least two pairs of gloves on, a pair that I borrowed and a pair I'd brought. I have a mod answer and a player answer to this. My player answer is probably massive, where we didn't really have amenities. So like We were just kind of in the woods. Our only warmth was like, hand warmers that Tyler brought or like yes. the oil drum fire. But like we were putting the hot packs like in our scarves, which is a great idea. Highly recommend it. Um, and tactical cuddles for warmth. And then my mod answer is I was being an objective for the finale. Um, people had to come and find me with um, oil cans so that they could fuel up the chopper to evac. Um, and so the way that they did the mission, rather than like getting an oil drum coming back, get an oil drum come back, is they just did a big loop around campus. So for 45 minutes, I was stuck in an open field in the dark and in the Pennsylvania cold. Oof. And I didn't quite have enough of a jacket on. And it's like, I guess our other point here is like, it's one thing for it to just be numerically cold, but if you're prepared for it, it's fine. If you're not prepared for it or you're not doing shit, like, it's miserable. Like, I will take, like, I, I'm saying this with a lot more confidence than I probably should. I will take 10 degrees, but I'm moving over 30 degrees, and I'm not moving. Yeah, um, I, I was thinking exactly what you were saying about Massive being bitterly cold. Um, part of that, too, is because that game didn't even start until 4 in the afternoon. Oh, yeah. Because um, it was designed to go until almost midnight and be in the dark. And we were in the woods, so there was no sunlight breaking through. I just remember that there was like condensation building up on my FDL. So it was getting like <laughs> slick and hard to hold. And then the condensation was cold to hold. And then, yeah, uh, taking the hand warmers and tucking them inside the shemag and like putting it on the back of my neck felt great. But then the back of my neck started sweating and I would move the hand warmer and then the wind blew across my sweat and then that was cold. Oh. So, like, that was bad. Um,. <laughs> I think the other cold one, Game of Thrones, was very, Game very cold was because off. it was super windy. Oh, it was yeah. bitingly cold for that one, yes. And again, no snow on the ground. For all yeah. three that we've mentioned, so for all the ones we've mentioned so far, no snow. 
It was yeah. just the ambient frozenness of the of everything. I did have Juan Snow's cape for a lot of Game of Thrones, so like I was fine. That's fair. I mean, I was wearing. I mean, I, this is before I. This is like on my my ascent to try hardum. So I don't think I had anything modded on me for that game. I don't remember what I was running. So I was just a player. Maybe I had the vector strife by that point. Um, you did, I, yeah. Okay, so but I know I was wearing my um um because I kept trying to steal it. <laughs> I was probably wearing like jeans and like thermal socks and boots with my um uh yeah, I, don't know, the, like, I remember the photos things that you can get at head shops um I yeah, had one of those on. yeah like a drug rug and probably like a beanie cap but like no matter what and just cut through all of that like it wasn't even there oh, um yeah. because and it like YSU can get windy but it was like notably windy that day um and then as far as like a whole game so now to that point though I don't remember it being, it doesn't stick out of my memory as being super cold, but it was miserable. Um, Scotty and I were together at a game in Ball State when the theme was like the 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 Roman or Greek Olympics or something like that. Yeah, it was the Roman conquerors or something. But the it snowed from the get-go. Um, and the, the tricky thing was at first it didn't collect. And then it started to collect, like as combat heated up. Right, but that was also a game where I don't remember if I brought blasters. I think I was just running socks and a blowpipe because Ball State allowed melee. So I I had gone out and bought the Nerf machete thing, and then <laughs> that was the game where um, I think me and Tim from YSU bought the Assassin's Creed jackets, and we were going yep. as like the assassins as our as our costume for that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, because the lack of tack gear mixed with a lot of snow coming down, um, that one was also kind of miserable. And I think we actually left that game early. We did. At, at one point it was like, and it was a multiple factors, but yeah, the weather definitely played into it where there's about a, mm, just shy of a foot on the ground and it's still coming down and the game itself just wasn't very good in so few words. It, and yeah, I do remember uh, that not being my first time playing in the snow. My first time was actually a BG game, which was their Winter Invitational. And I don't, even, I don't remember the theme. I don't even remember most of the people who went there. All I remember is knowing it's the middle of February. It's cold. BG is especially cold because it's just a flat plane. It's blowing green. Like the wind is just going to cut right <laughs> through you like a scythe. And so I decided, well, it's winter. I'm going to go as a Russian heavy gunner. And so I had my Ushago with hammered sickle on it over my head. I had the gloves. I had the trench coat. I had the uh, the double-barreled anti-aircraft one that uh, who, whose name Rhino is... Fire. Yeah, the Rhino <laughs> Fire. And I just trudged around that in the snow. And... Rain is one thing, and we'll probably we'll, we'll get into rain shortly. But snow accumulates onto things, so it accumulated onto the blaster. <laughs> I remember that where I kept having to wipe the snow off of it, and uh, thankfully the the mods like realized, okay, this is kind of fun but very cold. So let's do a bunch of indoor missions and mini missions and shit. So that like balanced it out. But the outdoor part of it—that was my first time playing in snow and just trudging through. There had to have been a good two and a half feet 
But I mean, at one point, uh, I had left, but I rem- I know seeing footage from uh, Elijah Davis's One of Us documentary where they're pushing mods around in the snow on snow sleds. Like, that's how deep it was. Yeah. Um, how do you dart sweep when the snow has accumulated? You don't. You just, I mean, you just don't. The darts just go under the snow and that's it. They're gone. Yeah, they're they're gone by the time that you even thought to like try and retrieve them. And oh boy, that must have been a colorful campus after the after it thawed. <laughs> Anna, what's the coldest game you ever played at? I mean, I have a standing rule that I don't play if it's less than thirty two degrees. That being said, before I had that rule in place, um, I couldn't tell you the exact temperature, but probably the game I played in Purdue. And I distinct like I remember it being really, really cold, but the kilt squad was still going. <laughs> and they did not have anything on underneath. And they kept finding um like those grates around campus that like vent hot air from the core of campus. Oh yeah. And we're like just spreading the skirt and <laughs> getting it all up in there and warming up and then proceeding to play. But that was bad. Oh, actually. I mean, that was bad. The coldest that I ever got at a game, though, it was a BG game. I couldn't tell you which one, (laughs) but it was like one of the first times that we went to BG. Um, There's another hilarious story attached to this that we won't get into at this time, but um, I ended up getting hypothermia. What? I had no idea. I just know I was like running around and drinking with Rogue and... Um, we made it back to, I think we were staying with like one of the officers, um, I couldn't tell you who. And I remember going to get a shower to like try and warm myself up and it wasn't working. (laughs) So like a dumbass, I went back down and continued drinking and, uh, then, you know, went night, night and apparently multiple people were very concerned about me and Vogue was like, you stopped breathing a couple of times in the night. Um, it ended up fine. Like, you were fine. But, um, yeah, there were, like, several people keeping an eye on me in case I just fucking died. Because I decided to uh, drink my way through the cold. Pro tip, don't do that. Cuts cuts through you like a scythe. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay, so uh, what then, on the opposite end of the spectrum, would be your guys' hottest games you've ever played? I've Ooh. had a number of them. That came really close, but the the easy winner for me has to be End War Two, and it was already like nine o'clock at night, nine thirty or so. I had just died, and conveniently, it was within a, you know walking distance of the parking lot where I'd parked my car, and the battle's still raging around me. And I just go to my car, and you know it's all bottled up with heat, but I open all the doors and windows and. I turn it on and crank the AC as high as I can and like stand outside and have a cigarette while it, while it cools down. And then I just remember sitting in my car with the vents pointed directly at my face, just sitting there and drinking like four or five bottles of water because it was just, I, I had no moisture remaining in my body. Like the atmosphere had just seeped it out. Yeah. End war two was super duper hot. Um, there was also the the year of the YSU Summer Invitational that was prison themed. That one got really hot too, and I I was game directing that game, 
So I can't even say that I was running around in gear and fighting and stuff. Like, I was just waltzing. Well, I mean, I had to run around to set up missions and stuff. But mostly I was just, like, an observing mod. Um, and I didn't have to, like, carry all the shit. And that was the game that convinced me to bring a bunch of box fans to the briefing room for every summer game. Because, yep. what the fuck? Yeah, that was also... I think that briefing room we had was bad. So, like, you know how, like, a briefing room over the course of a game will build up nerd stench? Oh, nerd stench is so much worse when it's, like, 90 degrees outside and there's no air circulation happening. And well, people are just leaving all their loose clothing that they've sweated through. And ooh. The problem for me for that game was that, like... So we had the room in DeBartlo still. And it was one... The nerd stank was one thing. But then there were the people right outside smoking. And so you just... My apologies. It, was, I, it wasn't just you. This was when everyone was, like, still smoking, like, chimneys at YSU. Like... Like the the few like there are a few smokers who like remained, but there were a shitload more when I started out. Yeah. Um. And so you had the people at the front of the room like making the front of the room smell all smoky, and then the nerd stank went through, and it just it all compounded. Yeah. Oddly enough, I don't remember that game being that hot. Like I take your word for it. It was in July. Um, hottest for me that I remember, like just by virtue of me sitting there and going, oh god, why was the Athens Get to the Choppa game the next year? That was it was like they had transplanted the jungle setting that they were going for directly into the atmosphere of that city. It, it was the most what's the word for it? Uh, it's not the heat, there's not the heat that gets you, it's the... Humidity? Humidity, yes, that was the oh, most yeah. humid game that I've ever played. I actually gave myself like water poisoning as in, I drank too much water and my body could not handle it because I was trying to counter effect the like counteract the effects of just holy god this 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 day is just oppressive. Oddly enough, for End War Two, I was like pretty okay because for like I played Mission Three, and so I had to do like a little bit of like moderator like intervention, but like I was like on. I basically managed to get it because my aunt was getting married. So I had it so that I would just like be able to like Skype into the wedding if I wanted to. And so I had most of the rest of Saturday off after like mission two. And so I just kind of chilled in the briefing room and took things really leisurely after that. Well, lucky you, because that was was wonderful. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing about end war though, was that, you, you know how, like, sometimes you can just accept that you're about to be a gross, sweaty mess, and somehow that makes it better, as opposed to the times where you're, like, trying to fight it and try to maintain, like, a sense of, like, presentability. Yeah. And that makes it seem so much worse. And war, I stopped caring. I was just like, I'm going to be gross. Because I think even on Friday night, in the very first mission, I fell and cut my legs. Do you remember yep, that? So I, I around, watched like, that happen. Tyler, that's... It is, but like I had sweat through my shirt. I was wearing the tag here. I had bandana on. I was like, I'm going to look gross for this game, and I'm just kind of accepting that, and that makes it more tolerable. It's the it's the games where you're trying to still look presentable that the heat and the sweat start to like really get to you because you're much more sensitive of it. I have had to learn uh, through many summer games. Like I said, bring box fans, get a Camelback, like uh, you know, other sort of things, but especially my clothing 
for summer games, I have to bring at least one extra shirt because I'm going to sweat through one and it's going to be super gross. And I had to stop giving people the bandana on my, like the specific <laughs> bandana on my arm yep. at times, the ones who killed me, because it would be you like you could whiplash it and see little sweat droplets fly off of it. It was so disgusting. <laughs> that reminds me, and this is gross. So content warning for the next 10 seconds here. Uh, <laughs> Their body fluids? I don't know. Uh, there was a game in the summer at YSU. I don't remember which one, and it's not relevant. Um, but somebody, I think it was Jeff Lanzer, was walking around being a tank and had to tap out and go do something else, but we still needed the tank. So I was like, here, I'll do it for you. I just don't have a yellow bandana with me. He goes, here. Oh, no. And smacked it right onto mine, and I was just like, Oh goodness! Oh, cringe along with us, audience. <laughs> Anna, what's the hottest you've ever been at a game? Freezing. Uh, Every <laughs> game, obviously. No, the hottest game I've ever been to probably it was actually my first game, and it was at Ball State. I'm not certain what the theme was supposed to be, but it goes down in history as the "Don't Drink the Water" game. Um. So it was spring, I believe, and it was absolutely inclement, warm weather. Like, it was probably April, and we were in the 90s. Or at least it felt like we were in the 90s. And so they developed this whole game where the the theme was that someone was poisoning the- somebody's poisoning the water hole. And so, like, there were specials that had squirt guns on them and stuff like that. Um, And if you got hit with water from the squirt gun, you turned into a zombie. Um, And, like, it made sense when they were planning it and expecting spring. Because, like, in the 50s, you don't really want to get, like, hit with water. You're not going to be, you know, in trouble or anything. But you don't really want it. Um, Instead, so, like, that was a feature... I think they might have used water balloons at some point. Uh, there was definitely a point in the game where there was some sort of fountain that the humans had to go near. And um, anyone who like fell into the fountain or touched water from the fountain or got sprayed from the fountain turned into a zombie. And the unfortunate effect that this had is that the humans became so paranoid about the water that they wouldn't even drink water from the campus. So... If they didn't have their own external source of water, they just stopped drinking water and then, you know, ran around in 90 degree heat and started dropping like flies. It was real bad. <laughs> Did you drink the water? Um, I died very immediately. This was... <laughs> just the power oh, so the water was fine for you. Um, I, it was my first game of HVZ and Vogue hooked me up with this... Or, like, my first invitation in HVZ. And Bo hooked me up with this sweet Power 48, and, like, this is when it first came out, and, like, flywheels weren't a thing, battery-operated blasters were, like, insane, no one had ever seen anything like it, so I remember I had it in, like, this little drawstring bag, and I, like, <clears throat> like, all of my, uh, I had, like, a spare, my recon in my, my little drawstring bag on my back. <laughs> And um, the whole horde, it, we were sent to be the sacrifice team for mission one. And so we had all the zombies and all the zombies are coming 
And it's like pretty even numbers. Like they did very well at balancing that. And I pull up my power 48 and I rev it and goes run Daniel, and dies on the oh. spot. And I, the moment that it run Daniel, all of the zombies like dead fucking stopped. We're like, what is that? And it shut off and there was like a pause. And I realized I can't get the drawstring bag off of my back to get to my backup blaster. And I died on the spot. <laughs> I lasted 10 minutes into that game. <laughs> Yikes. And so for the rest of the game, I was like, I don't care. I'll drink the water. <laughs> Y'all are stupid. Look All at right. these humans. Yeah, just disclaimer for everyone here, because we noticed this even at End War. Your real life... <laughs> Is more important than your in-game life. Yeah, yeah. Water. Drink, drink, hydrate drink or water. Hydrate, be guys. warm or be cold. Be regulate yourselves. Yeah. So we've talked about the extreme opposites of this, uh, this, this weather report. How about the big one, the one that affects almost all games because it's they're they're games with you know toys and toys made with very vulnerable parts including batteries and motors and shit and darts that are soft already rain rain is the nemesis in of this game as far as weather goes yeah um we just touched on it in our deep dive of of hotline athens but the final stand of that game going from the brief from the time we left the briefing room of getting briefed for final to getting the college green we saw rain, hail, sleet, and then finally it landed on snow. But there was like a lake that had formed on College Green. It was all the wet things that could possibly come out of the sky all at once. Just miserably cold and so, so wet. And it was yeah. awful. I, I've mentioned I'd have to, I've had to like change how I approach a game simply because of that first time machine mission where it just rained the whole time. And I couldn't see anything through my glasses. And then you get into, you know, stuff like extra socks that you have on you. Or in one way, I believe, I think I've talked about it before, but uh, real quickly, uh, my former commander and his girlfriend uh, had been zombie for that mission. And when they were offered the chance to go back to human, they accepted, except for the catch was they were only handed one sock. And my commander rationalized that, well, all humans come equipped with two socks. So he took off. His drenched, disgusting-ass socks quickly rolled them in the balls, did the same for his girlfriends, and suddenly now they have, you know, eight socks between them. Or, sorry, six socks between them. Gross. It also became a very common, like, anyone who'd even played even one or two games during that era at Athens knew that it's not an Athens game if it doesn't rain. Yeah, that's a tradition I could live without. Yeah, it, I mean, even for End War, uh, Ian Bailey, a former guest of ours, and an- um, yet another End War mod, um, he even did a little YouTube video preceding End War Two with his weather report of what was going to uh, happen that weekend. And I don't recall was he more or less correct? No, no, there was not not enough it rain. Up damn near perfectly on Saturday. Yep, that's what I recall is I remember because he couldn't be there for the second end war because he was on top of Mount Crumpet forecasting the weather. Mount Washington. Yeah. And yeah. 
I was like, Ian, have you seen the weather for this weekend? Like, what the hell? It, like, there's, like, something that moves in, and it looks like it's just gonna sit on us all weekend. He's like, yeah, no, that's exactly what's going to happen. You should, in fact, feel like the universe is trying to get you. This is very awful. Basically, this storm is going to move in, and then it's going to sit on top of you and just rotate there. Yeah, rain is a hell of a thing. It drenches you. Go ahead. But that wasn't, in the end, the actual forecast, because the next day, and he's like, I don't understand, um, the clouds just all fucked off, basically. And there was a running joke that I just glared at the sky long enough that it got uncomfortable and shuffled away. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it rained the Friday of End War 2, and then there was, like, one brief downspout during Mission 2 on Saturday... But otherwise, it, it stayed dry and, like, hot. And it was supposed to just be 48 straight hours of water. Yeah. So, that's what happened took with a, that. Took a better route. It's just, rain is, I think, the most common and worst enemy of HVZ. Like I said, it seeps into blasters. It seeps, it seeps into clothes, into darts, into your skin and bones itself, where it just, like, just draws all the strength out of everything. And you get less people playing, and the ones who are, like, soaked and miserable but still having fun it is just very common i think the wettest game i was at was disma oddly enough or didney not disma didney was wet that's right it was very wet off and stuff scotty had to bring out the trash bag blaster yep Yep. you got to protect the the important parts i do know though that athens produced one of the most badass hvz pictures i've ever seen which is the picture of the humans holding that staircase with the single strike of lightning off in the distance behind them. Oh, that's not a staircase. That's the back of Walter. And that was during the moon. The Yeah, we had to, we had a moon mission where they gave us like surgical masks and we had to go out onto punch card field and like collect things, but only five people could go at a time because we only had five masks. I'm actually slightly behind Taylor Dimmick. If you look close enough. Oh my God, because that's where there were craters. God because it was the craters on the moon. Yeah, I'm glad you God, Jesus. I like it. I'm just upset. Ball <laughs> State game that was Don't Drink the Water, um, where we ended in, I think, my favorite final stand I might have ever been in. Um, 1,000% not safe. But <laughs> so after a hot, hot day, uh, the storm rolls in, and we had a final stand in their parking garage. And so. They, like, tiered us in the stairwell. So Mm. humans came in on the first floor and they got, like, a couple zombies. And then those zombies would, as they died, go run up to the next level. And then they'd do the next level. And the next level. And it would just compound with more and more and more zombies until the whole horde is on them on the roof. In a thunderstorm. With (laughs) booming thunder all around us. That sounds awesome. It was amazing. I'm happy no one was struck by lightning. Yeah, I've only been in a couple games that had, like, full-fledged thunderstorms happen during or or near them. Um, we were just talking about the fact that, um, was it was it a BGSU week-long game that we went to, or was it, like, an invitational? It was an invitational, because I was surprised that they were even going to, like, try to do it, even though most people were not going to be there. And I believe Dan was, I believe uh, Honey Badger was there, actually. Oh, maybe. But I, I think it was a game that I was at, too. 
maybe not, I don't remember, but it started the thunderstorm and they had to cancel final. And they said, if you can come back, we'll do this again next weekend. <laughs> and they like had whoever could be there came out for just the final stand mission like one week later. Um, which is yeah. just kind of a funny prospect. Like, just I would have looked at that and just said, okay, game's over, and I don't know, humans are dead. Um, or just do like right. zombies can only walk, but we're doing the final in the briefing room. You know, something simple. But either way, yeah, uh, it was also because of tornadoes. They had gotten tornado warnings because, again, BG is, like, actually in Iowa somehow. So another one, uh, BG is a rare one because, for the most part, as we've said, like, HVZ continues despite the weather. Like, if you don't like it, it's a game. You're not being charged for it. You can just leave. You can go home. You can put up an umbrella and take your bandana off and be like, I'm not playing if you really wanted to. But most of the time, people do still play. Uh, the only other time that I can think of, and you guys chime in if I'm wrong, was uh, End War 3, because they were down south, and a, just a horrible, th- like, it was too hot, way too hot, and as far as I heard, a horrible thunderstorm rolled through, and they had to, like, postpone for about two, three hours? Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I think I heard that they had to, like, cancel a whole mission, maybe? Yeah. In End War 2, we saw that the weather was going to be bad. And we had to come up with, like, I sat down with Ian and made an emergency plan in case of tornadoes. Nice. So, like, we knew that weather was going to be bad. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I mean, that that's all, I do know what you're talking about, though. We weren't at End War 3, but um, tornado, or big thunderstorms came through and, and fucked that one up. I'm trying to think of, um... Something yeah, any happened. others that you guys guys have seen, been to, heard about, where they cancel because of weather? Because it does seem to be a rare thing in this hobby. A lot of big thunderstorm action. From the videos that I've seen of that one um, spring game at RIT, that looked at least cold. But... I do know, as an aside, I think we've mentioned it before, but uh, the the um, exception that proves the rule of Athens always having bad weather or raining is they did do one winter invitational or just like short game. It was like three days and they did all of these, like build a snowman to get human points or whatever sort of side objectives. And then it was 50 and sunny and there was like virtually no snow on the ground. Remember that. (laughs) So I think, go ahead. Plan for tornadoes and then nothing will happen. Yeah. So I think that about covers our weather reports. Um, do you guys have any other things to mention about, you know, playing how, how it is to play outside? I, for example, would love to know how it feels to be completely bundled up to the point where I can barely squeeze my glove into the trigger to play in Antarctica to say that I played in Antarctica. That would be fun as shit. I would I'm be sure. so miserable, but I would do it. Well, like, like Antarctica has warm, quote unquote, warm days like you could. Or do like a wild west themed game but in a ghost town in the middle of arizona where it's 120 in the shade (laughs) no 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 hvz should be fun (laughs) so okay final thought i I think this would you rather once um but i'm just this isn't an official would you rather but just as a final thought super hot super cold or like medium but with precipitation medium Uh, precipitation Brain, did you say cold? I mean, how cold are we talking about when we say medium cold? Uh, <laughs> Four degrees. 
Cold has to be under 35 degrees. 32. Hot, hot has to be over 90 degrees. And middle would be anywhere from like 50 to 65. But it's going to rain most of the time. Yeah, middle. I'm taking oh, middle. Yeah. I, I mean, middle is objectively the most comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Give me hot. I will be hot. I don't mind. And Anna said no. <laughs> so just be absolutely miserable. You sated. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, actually, I would take cold because at that point, there's at least a chance of the precipitation turning into snow, and I will take snow over rain any day. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that about wraps this one up. Same. Stay warm same. and dry when you're um, shooting oh, those zombies. No, no, no. Oh, okay. That was horrible. Let's try mm-hmm. that again. <laughs> I think that about wraps this one up. So I'm Tyler. I'm Brain, and it's a misnomer. I'm Scotty, and the concept of the color blue probably didn't exist during the time of Plato because he saw the seas as wine dark because blue was the last color that humanity needed to assign a idea and or name to. And thus, if you looked, if you were a human 3,000 years ago and you looked up at the sky, it would appear to be a dark purple. And this has been 5-Minute Respawn. We'll see you next time, guys. Right. Actually, wait, hold on. Uh, this is probably going to be one of the part one of our HVZ week long that we try to do every spring because we love you guys and to celebrate where HVZ kind of started a week long games or month long, whatever. We like paying homage to that by giving you guys a week's worth of or a month's worth of content all in one week in addition to the rest of the months of content. So enjoy your week long and watch out for sleepers. Or human pyramids going to the second floor of your dorm.